We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Good morning, everybody, baby. Oh, what a blessed morning it is. Taping this episode live after the National League has broken their streak from the American League. The National League has won an All-Star game. Oh, and I get to witness it with my... What a great day to be alive. The National League has won the All-Star game. What a tremendous moment for all involved. Uh, Really, who cares? Um... But I guess it's cool. I think that what I want to bitch about and what I'm going to bitch about is the jerseys. I just all I want to talk about the jerseys. Uh, that's that's going to be the whole show today. I just need to talk about these jerseys because I think this is a hill that I'm willing to die on. It's it's not terrible enough that it's like, you know, uh, going to be embarrassing, but it's something where I hope to actually enact change. So I would like to change the jerseys. First of all, the format itself. This is the problem with what the all-star game is. Um, The all-star game is a game where the best players in the league play. No Brewers, by the way. Devin Williams didn't play in this one, and no Corbin Burns was the other guy on the roster. Uh, Devin had taken himself out, still had some great cleats, showing off to the Supersonics, but then Corbin Burns was on the roster and did not play. So no Brewers in this one. But the way that baseball is structured is all these guys that come in throw a hundred miles an hour and you're going to have a three, two game every year. Cause if a few guys that crack one over the fence, we had a three, two game last year, there were four home runs and we had a th- or three, three or four home runs. And we had a three, two game this year and there were two home runs and that's what the games are going to be. There's going to be three, two. Now there were great moments in this game. You know, the great defense in the first inning, um, you know, a couple other plays that whatever, the Julio Rodriguez near situation at the end set up for a great moment and he walked, but most of the game is a lot of waiting for something to happen. And while the rules that baseball is trying to enact and change might be making the games better in the regular season in the all-star game, if this is what we're going to be talking about today in the all-star game, it's still always going to be three, two because a few of the starters will throw. Nobody's going to want to throw too much or too hard. So then they go into the bullpens and the guys throw 100. Julio Rodriguez, Seattle Mariner, in his stadium. His first at-bat was against a guy from Sandy, uh, San Francisco, Doval. I, I don't know the guy. 
I'm a cash. I don't know the guy, but the guy, he five pitches at over hundred miles an hour. Julio Rodriguez steps to the plate and he has to, that's what he has to see. And the guy throws his 15 pitches, gets out normal appearance for him. So that's where baseball kind of has a problem with the game itself. It's, it's still by far and away the most competitive game of, of any all-star games. Eh, maybe MLS. If you want to watch that, should we do an MLS post game next week? But as far as the game itself, that's kind of uh, where I'm at in that regard. Q is very excited. He gives me the emoji, how happy we are for winning this game. Jake says, hooray. Uh, very happy. Paula says, Burns was only to be there. Burns was only there to be a pitcher in case it was the home run derby. So that's uh, an insult on, on Corbin Burns. Uh, with with Burns, with the home run derby thing, so if there is a tie in the home run derby, or in the if there's a tie in the game, they would go to a home run derby-like shootout. It's a cool thing. We want to see it. That's what we've been rooting for the last couple of years. But we haven't seen it. And it's going to be a while before we do see it. It's the one time they can ever use it. And like the whole game, that's all we're rooting for is to see this home run derby. I'm a bit distracted because I notice now that with this shade of blue, which I love for golfapparel.com. But then with this shade of blue and with this black hat, I feel like I look like an MLB umpire. So I did that on accident, uh, but I feel like I look like an MLB umpire. You can check me out on the Dan Shaney YouTube stream. DanShaney.com. So you guys are welcome to join. Uh, Hot Take Jake is in the waiting room. His background is of Damian Lillard. Oh, it's a bit now. I, I had to. Are you here to talk baseball or what? Um, not I would talk some Bucks Summer League, but I got to... I got to rail about the jerseys before we go anywhere else. It's what I named. Oh, I, I can appreciate that. I'm always good for like a, a uniform chat. I, I love uniforms in sports. I think it's fascinating. I got to at least zip, zip this up. I was going to say that actually, if you had the matching pants, it would look like you're about to whack somebody in New Jersey or something. My tracksuit. Yeah. No, this is nice. It fits. Thank Christ. It's a good color on you. Yeah. I've always like baby blue is my favorite color. It's just I'm wearing a dark blue underneath. So I well, do, no, and I'm wearing a good. black it brings hat. Out the, the, your your eyes, you know. We had a chat about that. Oh, they have nice eyes, you know. So I do, I do, I do. When I when I wear this on the golf course, it won't be with a blue shirt under. So here's the thing with MLB jerseys, and here's here's a, a treat that uh, triggered me. It triggered me a little bit earlier, and I'm also going to bring in noted fashionista Toby Altizer as well. What's up, Tobes? Don't I, look like a, don't I look like an umpire? You do look like an umpire. Not on purpose. So <laughs> this this treat that geez, blah. Bart Hernandez. This tweet that triggered me was from Kevin Kugler, who I think is a great announcer. Uh, he had one of the great Janice clips we used to play. He tweeted, "Guaranteed winner tomorrow on your favorite sports talk station. All star uniforms. Love them or leave them." Four hours of calls later, and you have an award-winning and captivating show that people will remember forever. 
And so to me, that looks like he's kind of like downplaying and shitting on this being a discussion. One, it's something that all fans are going to be able to talk about and rally about. And two, I think it's, I think it's very much needed. The all-star jerseys and the all-star, like, you know, these alternate jerseys that they sell is a great idea. I mean, why not? Toby, I know you have a bunch. I had a Corey Hart Yankee Brewer one back in the day, at least a Jersey shirt. And it's great to get them. And when they wear them, like when they become an all-star, you want them and you want something to signify it. And, you know, NBA is the same way. But I have a hard time thinking that even like with Elias Diaz hitting the home run, I have a hard time thinking that there's someone at home that's going, oh, you know, that, that, is that jersey for sale? <laughs> this, this jersey that I'm watching, I could buy this? And so they must, they must have some number where it's like, because uh, WWE, Jake, the bloodline is doing tremendous live ratings. And so WWE won't ever go away from it because it's, and that's why they get 40 minute segments because there's, they're doing great numbers. We get to see those numbers. There must be some great, like from seven 30 to nine 30 on all-star night, these jerseys are just popping off because there is no reason um, to not have the team jerseys. And I think it does a hindrance. Like there's a lot of these relievers. I don't know. You know, a lot of these like setup guys got in or guys from smaller market teams. I know that Toby, uh, your guy, Josiah Gray was in there. Can't say he's a household name for a lot of people that watch tonight yet. No one is. But you don't know what team they're on because they're right. all wearing the same shit. So Baseball has a huge, huge problem with not being able to identify their stars, even from actual baseball fans. So I And then I even when one of their stars, Julio Rodriguez, like I mentioned, gets an up-and-coming moment, he's got to face a guy who we don't know in a jersey on it. We don't know. There's five pitches over a hundred, Toby, and it's like, well, who is this guy? Yeah, it's, didn't they used to just do those jerseys for like batting practice and the home run derby and stuff? Like, and then they would wear their regular uniforms during the game. I think they should go back to that because I think the jerseys themselves were cool on the National League. I know some people thought they looked stupid, but the black pants kind of ruined them. I thought, like, I saw the Nationals selling the Josiah Gray one in the team store. I thought it was a pretty cool looking jersey. But I, I agree, Bart. Like, no one – I don't know that anyone's just going out of their way now in Colorado to buy an Elias Diaz National League jersey. I, I think it's a cool thing to have for, you know, make it unique to the, the place where they're playing. So it's kind of cool that they make it look Seattle-themed. But I enjoy the fact that you can wear all wear the, the separate unis and all wearing white or all wearing gray. Yeah, I enjoy the – the old fashioned way, but I do like the jerseys, but I get what you're saying. And I kind of agree. Well, I mean, it's on their sleeve. I shouldn't have to like look at the guy who's in and then look up where he plays and the helmets too, the batting helmets with the most like nondescript a for American and N for national league. It's like, who's buying that shit. I was going to say, isn't the hat what everybody wants as baseball fans? Like I'm not buying a Jersey of, whatever city that the teams like maybe the hat i could see but people collect hats and stuff yeah like, i don't i i agree that's the thing that you can sell like you know everyone would wear this their home uniforms but they'd wear a special all-star game hat like the nationals one would still be red but it'd have like a star on it or it'd be outlined in gold i bought them so i know all about these things but 
I agree that the hat seems to be the better way to go. And I don't like this year's hat. Like they're all wearing this teal color, which I get for Seattle. But when am I ever going to wear a teal colored hat with nationals gear? Never. I was never tempted to buy it. Well, I do well, like to see. Remember, we like the we like the Seattle hat. We were going to buy that. Well, but for Seattle, uh, we just like the yeah. hat. But there's yeah, two All Star games that matter, right? It's basketball and baseball. No one gives a shit about the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> well, so the NFL got rid of it. Yeah, basketball. I say totally go for a unique jersey that matches the city because everybody knows who is who in the NBA. They know who plays for who. I agree. I don't think it's I could name better you. in the NBA. But if if I could pick one sport to have this happen in, it would be baseball in a heartbeat over the NBA. How many total players played today? In the or how many total players were on the All Star? Is it twenty five per team? No, it's like thirty two. Uh, each team had. Let's see, the American League had eleven guys pitch, including the one guy who faked an injury when he gave up what he thought was a home run. Jordan Romano. Yeah, that was he. That was. Well, and, uh, Maury is, Brown, longtime baseball writer, says he was right out there, and that was a home run. There weren't good replays. On. He, he, he's claiming it's a home run. Well, the reason I ask is because no matter how many guys there are on it, I don't think I could, if you just gave me photos, I don't think I could name five guys in the All-Star game. Like, oh, that's so-and-so. Camilio Duvall got the win tonight. He's the guy I was talking about, and nobody knows him. And he didn't get the opportunity to be wearing He's on my fantasy jersey. baseball team. I know him. Well, good for you, man. <laughs> Only nerds know him. He's got a wicked slider. He's got a electric fastball. But yeah, no one. Well, knows yeah, him. he looked great. It's just that I don't know, like, and that was a moment for him. So that was a moment for him facing Julio Rodriguez, getting him out, and I think five pitches. What a moment for him! But then, is there a Giants fan at home thinking, "I need to commemorate this by buying his jersey"? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Well, so I think it's cool when, especially when the all-star game is at your place and you can get a, a jersey of your star. So... 
like back back in Wisconsin, I have I didn't bring it with me, but I have a Bryce Harper National League jersey from when the All-Star game was in DC. And it kind of looks, you know, red, it says National, it's got the capital on it. And it's a cool jersey to have, but it's not something they wore during the game. I think it was only for the the home run derby and stuff. It was like their batting practice jersey, which they used to do a lot more, but they don't do as much now that they switched to Nike. So I agree. Just wear that on the batting practice days. It's still a cool jersey. People will buy it, even though they're not going to wear it on the field more than likely. So I would say just go back to that because you're right. Like Josh Young walks to the plate. How many people know that he plays for the Texas Rangers? How many people? And they kept, they kept being like, how cool is this? There are six Rangers on the field at the same time. You know how that would be cooler? <laughs> if they were all in their Rangers jerseys. I mean, they're trying to highlight something. I, like, like, look, I, I know that, you know, there's people that are going to, what, what's going to happen is this topic like this, I think is a topic that people care about. Uh, and it'll fade away, 24-hour news cycle, it'll fade away. But then what's going to happen is you're going to get like, either old-timey baseball writers or just other people in general just, like, uh, bewildered at how much people actually care about this. And then they're going to push back hard and say, who cares about the jerseys? But I'm here to say, and that's why I caps-locked the title of this video, MLB needs to fix their all-star jersey problem. I'm here to say that I care. I care about it. And I have decided that this is a safe enough topic that I can be passionate about that no one will, I won't get trolled to death or canceled, but I can make part of my identity. And so that's like what I'm going to do. Well, Honest, I I think, or go ahead. Go ahead, Jake. I, I was just going to say, I think there's a good explanation for why a lot of people care about this kind of stuff. It's because our memory, our um, sense of nostalgia, it's all very visual and we attach that. So yeah. like when I think of, you know, uh, the good old days of growing up as a Bucks fan. Like I think of Ray Allen and the purple and the green, like that, that color swatch. It's the first thing that comes to mind. So I do think there's a lot of people that are interested in this kind of thing. Toby on a side note, I spent too much time in Milwaukee and I caught myself doing a uh, Wisconsin thing today. Josiah oh. Gray stepped onto the mound <laughs> and I was really frustrated that they never talked about Josiah Gray and spent the entire inning talking about the texas rangers well i'm glad you said that i thought you were gonna say drinking and driving or something like <laughs> <laughs> no but i was but like that, is, that does suck i mean your guys out there at least say hi to them yeah they're like josiah gray's on the mound so the rangers have five guys in the all-star game this guy this guy the rangers are doing this and josiah gray goes one two three I'm like all right well at least talk about them a little I've got another great all-star complaint that I will say. Uh, I do want to shout out my guys at happyplacehemp.com. The promo code is BART. 25% off every order. They lowered their prices by 25% also. But then they still have the 25% discount available. I took, mm. some, I took some nighttime gummies the other night to help me sleep. And it was great. And... Uh, I will probably do that again tonight. Happyplacehemp.com. Great gummies. THC in some of them. The CBD, CBN, whatever you need. Browse around. Promo code BART. 25% off. Great so, people. Great, oh, great people. Chris and Rob. Those are their names. Um, so Joe Buck. 
is very underrated. And he is very missed. You don't like Joe Davis? That's his name? I thought that MLB used AI to create an announcer. <laughs> this whole world's a computer simulation, Bart. Joe Davis, like, here's here's what they need. So Joe Davis can call a game fine. I mean, it's not maybe my perfect style, but he he can call it. He's good at the in-game interview thing is not for him. Oh, that stuff is terrible. He can't do it. I like it. I didn't even mind when he was like, you know, some people are complaining about market your stars, not Jeter and uh, A-Rod and, and David Ortiz. Jeter's funny. Jeter's like sarcastic funny. And he just, he can't speak to humans. He's got to be like, so there, Juan Soto. What's it like down there? Well, weather's pretty fine. Yeah, man, weather's good. It's like he has a pull string in the back, and they're just yeah. Next question, next phrase. That hater inning was brutal. So, Josh, uh, you you got some Braves behind you. Well, what do you think about that? They got to stop doing two. Remember the Beatles? What? They got to stop doing two at the same time. Like, it worked with Mookie and Freddie, their teammates. But, like, how in the world do you have Evaldi, the pitcher, and then Corbin Carroll, the hitter, mic'd up? And they were, like, talking about pitch selection, and then it just stopped. Or you, you got to figure out a better process. Like, I agree it's a cool element. I don't necessarily love it. Maybe interview them in between innings or, or during an inning when they're not out on the field, like, is a typical – thing or just one guy it was it was awkward for a lot of those interviews it was like hey how's the weather uh, how's it look down there you you enjoying the all-star game it's like okay you couldn't come up with a better question than that uh let's go down to uh, ken rosenthal he's with shohei otani hey shohei do you like to go running <laughs> what are we doing i wanted to say bart i'm glad you brought up like the old stars because i was thinking like there's no stars in baseball anybody like, that anybody That's knows. Not true. It's yeah. it is true. Okay. It's, there's, not there's true. talented players, but there's no stars. Like Derek Jeter Show was hey. a star. A Rod was a star. Showing the best, best baseball player of all time. Right. Show you have the great star. talent, but you know, they're not stars. And I figured out what we need to do to bring that back. Roids? And no, not just steroid, just all drug testing. Just get rid of it. Like <laughs> We need coked up Jose Canseco. We need Doc Ellis on LSD. Was it uh, Doc Ellis on LSD? That's right. We need Mickey Mantle just completely, you know, three sheets to the wind out there playing baseball, drunk off his ass. That's what we need to make stars. Then the personalities come out, right? Shohei Otani's a star, man. I I, I get on board with that if – it were anyone else other than Shohei, but the what? entourage that follows Shohei everywhere is so much different than every other player. He's a star. I don't know. I, I uh, Shohei Otani may be the I, greatest oh, no, baseball gotta, player of gotta, all time, but if, no, if I, I, I saw gotta, him walking down the street, I no clue. You wouldn't know who Shohei Otani is. Not no. That's I mean, I, I I know. Well, then you're just then you're not, then you're not paying attention. Right, and you know why is that? 
Because you don't like baseball. You said that. That's not true. Back in the day, I loved, I knew, I, I knew the star player of every team back in the now day. Now you don't. That was when you were a kid. Now you're an adult. Not you even, run a you know, business. My, you have a family. That's you have other interests. You don't have time for it. That's fine. Yeah, that's just called getting older. Like that naturally yeah. happens. You don't have time for baseball. That's fine. Mean, the funny thing is, like, there's nothing going on in sports right now, and I still couldn't give seven shits about baseball. Because the game was boring. Well, it always is boring. Right, because baseball, this is what I talked about too this week, is that baseball actually has gotten better at some things, but then there's limitations that prevent it from being, like, them putting the draft on Sunday night leading into the All-Star game in the city where it is, is a big win. Genius. However, they're drafting kids we don't know and they don't play for three years. There's nothing they can do about that. They've done everything they can. And we'll talk about this more on the next episode with Grant Bills and Paul Emig on uh, on this week's Bart Winkler show. But the other thing is like with this all-star game, I think they've done a good job of making it. But again, you're going to get Julio Rodriguez with a guy throwing five pitches all over 100. There's not, there's not... You're not going to get an 8-7 All-Star game anymore with steals and hit and runs and triples because th- this, like baseball is trying to get, every game used to be like this. And so that's why baseball did pitch clock and all this stuff. But in the All-Star game itself, you're still going to have guys just throwing gas and the three true outcomes, and it's going to be a problem. Well, what if they did like, you know, the extra innings rule in the All-Star game? Every inning starts with a runner at second. no. I kind of like that. Oh, it's an all-star game. Have fun yeah. with it. Yeah, That's it's an all-star more fun game. than watching guys whiff all night. No. We could just have a pitching contest then. No. Toby, are you pretty jacked? This is the first National League win in eight years. Uh, I couldn't care less about who actually wins, but I'm pretty excited about Dylan Cruz coming to D.C. Oh, yeah, D.C. to D.C. Heck, yeah, man. Did you think you were getting the pitcher and then, and then you got Dylan Cruz or – did you have an inkling you're not getting the pitcher? I uh, thought that the Nationals would have a choice at two because it sounded like from everyone I talked to and heard from that they were going to go Wyatt Langford at one. But I think the Nationals secretly wanted Pittsburgh to take one of the two guys so they didn't have to make a choice. Mm. So I, I think they probably would have gone pitcher because when you think Nationals, you think pitchers generally. You think Strauss, you think of all those guys. So, so then how soon will we see Dylan Cruz? Probably next year at some point. Now, I really think that you are, because Toby, as you know, uh, moved to D.C. When was that? February? Uh, January. Are you kind of carving out a niche as the Nationals guy over there? Uh, A little bit with a couple other guys, but yeah. Yeah. Here, you want to see my Nationals merch here from the other day that I got? <laughs> Nationals. What color is this? What? This is, I believe, MJF. Is this Hufflepuff? Yeah, this is Hufflepuff. What is that? Harry Potter. And then See, uh, that's what we're resorting to now. Baseball's yeah, doing minor league, league stuff. And then this is Slytherin. <laughs> oh, they had two things to give away. No, they had all four uh, Harry Potter houses or whatever you could get. I don't know. They had a Star Wars night, and you could choose if you were the dark side or what is it, the light side? I don't know. Did you guys see the big bird that threw at the first pitch in Miller Park? 
That reminded me of the Flyers mascot from Philly. What was it? Gritty? Like, Gritty. Coked up Big the, Bird. The Brewers, they can do these Sesame Street nights, but Jim Henson factory won't give the rights for the actual people to appear. So Big Bird. <laughs> they got that off a of wish. It looks like a penis. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> like, I shot my son. Get it off uh, the screen. Get it out we, of here. You know, we went to... We went to the game last year, Sesame Street Day. We didn't go this year. I go, I go, buddy, look at who threw out the first pitch. He goes, what is that thing? <laughs> and we watched the Street this morning. <laughs> this is not Big Bird. <laughs> that had to be a, a troll job by somebody. Well, if you're the Brewers, like, just don't. <laughs> hey, if this is the best Big Bird we can get, just don't. Don't just don't do it, but they did it. I don't know. Paige Sprannick throwing out first pitches. Big bird on a budget. Maybe. I don't know. Giant. Whatever. Stupid. <laughs> When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Um, what else you guys talk about, about the box? Yeah. So their summer league, I was pretty upset because I, I want them to win a summer league championship someday, but then they got smoked by the nets today. And, uh, Marjan Bochamp, who's been like a beast. I, did he finish with zero points? Yeah. I want to talk about that because I thought maybe this was like just becoming like an inside joke or something. Everybody talking about the greatness of Marjan. But I think people were serious. Like they think he's going to be this great player, and it's like, no, no, it's not a joke. People think he's going to be really good. Yeah, people overreact to summer league every year. But you know, it's it's strange to me that like I think so many people are saying it to where like, have you seen Marjan's Twitter? He's like buying into all the people hyping him up. Like, yeah, like these dramatic videos, great things coming this season, and it's like, you're well, a good kid, but like, you you know, if you make the eight the eighth out of nine men into the rotation. Like that's a big win. Like, but a lot of bucks fans, I think it's born out of desperation that like they have no young talent and no future right now. So it's like, this guy has to be great. Cause if he's not, then what the hell are we going to do? Hey, if, if he's noticing it and he's feeling himself a little bit, I don't have an issue with that as long as it doesn't, you know, really affect his play on the court. Like when it comes to the real, if he plays great in the summer league, who cares? But, if he comes into the regular season and starts jacking shots because he thinks he's all that, then calm down a little bit. But, like, if he's feeling himself a little bit and it means he plays a little more confident, I'm Well, the timing was great because, like, the, the hype train got out of control. And then he puts out this, like, super dramatic video tweet. And then, like, you go and put a nothing burger up on the board. Like, okay, maybe you need a little bit of humble pie because, I don't know, like, I, I, I like him, but – people have to remember he was never a high upside prospect. Like you just want him to be like, hopefully a three and D guy that cracks your rotation. It's the middle of summer and we got basketball. We're going to get excited about anything. At least people are are excited about your first round pick from last year. 
our first round pick from last year, everybody's like, this guy sucks and shouldn't be in the NBA. No, Johnny's going to be good. Give him some time. Hey, I believe in him. I believe in him. I think he's going to be a solid role player, which that's what all of our drafts have been. How did you like uh, Jordan Poole's introductory press conference where he looked like he'd rather be anywhere else in any point of time? I love the fact that uh, Rick Buecher went on a show out in San Francisco and was basically blaming Jordan Poole for not amending things with Draymond Green as if he's the one who punched Draymond. Rick Buecher was victim blaming? He, he he's like he's like uh Draymond tried everything possible, but Jordan Poole wasn't having any of it. It's like, well <laughs> Yeah, Draymond smacked her up, but he did buy flowers the next day. Yeah, I'm Mark, like you should know how they treat Draymond. Like it's ridiculous. The guy's what, a clown. He's a he's a douchebag. And what, everybody loves his antics for some reason. What were your but thoughts? If you got Mark? him away from Steph and Clay, garbage. Nothing. Nobody. I mean, you could say that about a lot of people, but he, he fits perfectly with them. I get I get your point, but he fits perfectly. But, like, I feel like they really screwed up by choosing Draymond over Jordan Poole long-term. Like, four for 100 for Draymond at this point in his career. Well, they should have suspended Draymond, like, 10 games self-suspension. Well, well yeah. But I, I'm t- the long- Warriors. The Warriors. The problem was the Warriors, like, organization took a side. Yeah. The problem, too, though, is like looking forward, and this is why Bob Myers stepped down, probably, right? Like he didn't want to have to make the tough decisions. So Absolutely. He just let someone, like, if you think about the Patriots when they were in their runs, like they could have gone downhill, but they kept moving on from dudes. They just knew that they were sticking with Tom Brady. Like, I feel like the Warriors needed to make some tough decisions just knowing they're sticking with Steph. Cause, like, Steph is still an MVP type player. Clay, I think, is taking a little step back. Draymond. I think Bob Myers would have let Draymond go. I think so, too. And he didn't want to do it, so he stepped down. And then Dunleavy's like, well, I can't do that, so (laughs) I'll bring in Chris Paul. And then Bob Myers is probably at home, gets a text that, you guys guys signed who? I left. I I leave and you signed fucking Chris Paul? Well, I wonder about both. I think um, it's fascinating to me that um, Jordan Poole and Draymond Green, I think those are two examples of like, they got paid because of Steph Curry. Because I don't think they're anywhere near as valuable on another team. You know, can I uh, say that I don't even like, people say that about Rodgers all the time. Who cares? They got paid because like, what are they supposed to do? Not have a great teammate on their team. Well, not take the money. Their problem is like Jordan Poole was supposed to be the successor to Curry at some point, right? Like he that's yeah. They had a B squad, A squad, and he's never going to be Steph. I I know, but like he was supposed to be the guy at some point, or at least the guy that could do a little bit of what Steph could do, and then you just move on from that to keep your guy that is never shuts up and gives you five rebounds, a couple assists, and occasionally bricks. Triple single. Yeah, he's so bad. I I can't believe – I'm happy for the Wiz that they got him. Who knows how long he sticks around here, but – Well, nobody beats the Wiz. I mean – I'm the Wiz. The Wizards are going to be the most ridiculous offensive basketball team this year where Jordan Poole and Kyle Kuzma are going to take so many shots that you just lift your hands up like, what the heck is going on? When they play Phoenix, do you think it'll be NBA's first 400-point game? 
when they play the Suns. We got to hit shots too. You can't just take shots. Toby either froze or did not think that was funny at all. Um, yeah, he's not. He's no selling you. I mean, it wasn't like I funny, love. But... Yeah, oh, Jesus. Right when you got... question, my Wi-Fi is like screw Bart. I go. That was almost as good as when Tim froze in the tunnel. That was an all-timer. <laughs> just... I was like, when Phoenix plays Washington, what be the NBA's first four hundred point game? Not like the funniest thing, but you were just like, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny. That's a good all one. right. I got some voicemails. Do you mind if I play them? Do you guys want to? You're welcome yeah. to hang as long as you want. Out. All right. This one's from Doug in Racine. Mm. Carl's place voicemail line 402 915 BART. Carl of ET.com backslash Bart. I'll mention again, Toby and I were just there. I didn't, uh, I didn't do worse than last time. I didn't do better. Um, I think you did a little bit better. Oh, some okay. of the some of the swings weren't bad. I mean, <laughs> I think it was marginally better. Oh, okay. Bart, you would look like Tiger Woods next to me. Oh, wow. I don't know about that. Yeah, me neither. Maybe like Tiger. Like, yeah, plenty of jokes to be made there. Maybe like Tiger after he just no. Got on a bender and yeah. started going after Perkins waitresses. No, no. <laughs> I was gonna say like a long like rehab. Damn, oh. you used to have the Perkins uh, thing going on. You should have tied that in somehow. Hey, it's his good Denny's. I thought his was a Denny's. What's that? Was Tiger a Denny's or a Perkins? I don't know. I thought it was Perkins for some reason. No, Perkins you know is good. I am gonna, I, oh, I got some. I got some back pocket content where I'm going to go to every Perkins location that was in the Milwaukee area and critique what it is now. <laughs> like one Perkins is like uh, Sammy Sea Shack, and one Perkins is like buckets and brews and bagels, and it's just all fucked up. Yeah. All right. So Doug called. He likes robot umps. And then I said no to robot umps. And then he responded. Hey, Bart, this dog again. Hey, I get your take on the robo umps. Good rebuttal. Uh, you know, I will leave the baseball takes to the experts as I'm not one of them. Hopefully the Brewers come out of the break on fire as I'm a Wisconsin fan. But as a Bucks fan, I watched the Bucks Denver Summer League game and actually enjoyed it enough to watch another. Marjan looked good. Jackson and Livingston shined. This Nico Mannion kid looks really seasoned and had pretty good ball handling skills. Um, the other guy that stood out, though, that I really noticed was Tyler Cook. He had a high motor. He was high flying. Probably won't make the team, but he made the games enjoyable. It was also pretty cool to see a seven foot six taco fall mixing it up. And blocking shots. He looked like he was on a playground with little kids a couple times, just swapped it away. I know they have a lot of bodies on the bench, but hoping to see Vin Baker Jr. sometime as Vin Sr. was a favorite of mine. Have a great day and go Bucks, Pack, and Brewers. Talk to you soon. Bye. All right. Doug and Racine liking Tyler Cook, who got 10 minutes tonight, eight points. Vin Baker for six. headband AJ Green. 
Yeah, AJ Green had five points. What happened? I didn't. I was I was following it, and then the the Bucks. So the Bucks. Not that it like matters, but it is funny, especially because the Bucks tweeted earlier in the day that they're looking for a social media guy, <laughs> and then and then at night they tweeted a graphic that the Bucks had ninety two points and the Nets had seventy one when it was reversed. <laughs> uh, there you go, Bart. There's your job. So for the Bucks. Yeah. Um the Bucks got outscored in the third quarter 35 to 9. Nice. Summer League. College right. fans must love Summer League. More uh drama in the Bart Winkler universe. Ooh. As Austin had called up and said that he was at a Brewers Cubs game and as part of the story, he went into a urinal, a porta potty and set his beer down outside the porta potty. Mm. Bucky Boyd was flabbergasted about this happening. And so Austin called back in and uh, cleared up the situation. So we must continue the story. Here's Austin. Hey, Bart. Austin in Milwaukee. Um, I was watching the <clears throat> home run derby the other night, and I was just thinking about how. Uh, that's what the NBA wishes the slam dunk contest was. I would get more into that, but we got to get down to uh, the brass tacks here. Um, Bucky Boyd was uh, wondering about why I had put placed a uh, beverage outside of a porta john. So here's my here's my justification for it. We were walking in. There's like these three little porta potties out like at an island on their own in the middle somewhere. It's not even like close to where shuttles are and there's nobody around. And I'm with a group of five other people. So six, including me. So I do, I see a perfect opportunity here to go use the bathroom before, uh, I got to go before I go in and got to go stand in the line. So I, you know, I did a little jog huckle up there. Um, when, you know, it's when, Went to the bathroom, couldn't have been more than 30 seconds. Somehow some Cubs fans must have emerged out of a tailgate or something. I didn't see anyone around. And by the time that I got out, like, my friends were still behind me. But they would have seen, you know, I kind of figured it was fine that I'd leave it out here. Because if uh, we were in a line, I would pass my drink back to my friend and have them hold it while we go to the bathroom. But... Anyway, I thought that would help clear it up. And, uh, Bucky, I was just cracking up when I heard your call and uh, the utopian world that you think I live in. But, man, I just thought thought I had an opportunity there, so I had to take it. Anyway, uh, love the show. I'll try to get on the uh, live after the All-Star game. Bye. Well, I would say of all the rivalries this show has spawned, this is by far the least interesting. <laughs> <laughs> It's like two Canadians being in a rivalry. <laughs> he put a he, he put a beer outside of the uh, <laughs> porta potty, and Bucky didn't like it. And then Austin clarified. I have uh, a couple things I want to just reiterate about the All Star Game, if I may. One, I really don't like the jerseys. Like just because you are watching someone do something, wearing something doesn't mean 
you're going to be like, oh, that looks cool. I'm going to buy it. On an unrelated note, at fourgolfapparel.com, if you use the promo code BART, you can get 10% <laughs> off your order. Also, what I was going to say before about Shohei, I don't like that he just dips in the fourth inning and does his press conference. You know? He's a busy man. I know. There's no, I don't know. I just, I, he should be out there rallying his teammates. I know they do it because, like, they're not going to get in and there's a lot of media and it's an exhibition game and you hang it out. Did he go back out to the field? I don't know. Did he just leave? Sometimes, sometimes these players leave. They straight up leave the game. That's confirmed. Yeah, I would think you want to stick around, but I mean, if it's your, I mean, what is this, third time now? I guess sometimes they they, they catch the plane after and go home for two days. I mean, you got to think like these dudes want a vacation and they essentially go to Seattle and do stuff nonstop for a couple of days. And then they're right back at it on Friday. It's not like they get a, you know, all-star weekend is decently long for NBA players. Cause even afterwards they get what another three to four days. Baseball players get, what today's Tuesday? They're back at it on Friday, so they get two days. I don't know. No judgment from me. Shohei's a busy man. Uh, Bob Brainerd also does not like the All Star Game batting helmets. He tweeted, "What font is that on the All Star Game batting helmets? Boring new Roman." <laughs> Ew. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> boring new roman boring boring new roman i retweeted that one <laughs> times new boring i mean is that is it boring stuff? stands you know? <laughs> Bo- bo- boring new Ro- <laughs> boring in italic <laughs> all right Comic uh, bring. i'm going to bed anything else from you guys sure uh, the Wizards are playing the Spurs on the Summer League, but we don't have to play Victor Wembanyama. That's a shame. Um, I well, want to say that... But, uh, but, but the better French superstar from what is Metropolitan's 92 is playing, Bilal Koulibaly. Mark it mm. down. Better than Victor Wembanyama. Mark it down. All right, mark it down. All 20 of you watching, mark it down. <laughs> um, I want to say... Doug had a hell of a call, and he's 100% right with robo-umps. It's the wave of the future. They needed it like 10 years ago already. And um, I wanted to give you props. Uh, I forgot to bring this up last week. When you and um, Paul were doing Chocolate Rain, I was in near tears. So I, uh, I appreciated that segment. Well, it's and, a very, uh, like, that's a powerful song. I, I didn't realize it's iconic but apparently not these kids Chocolate don't understand rain. and also you said uh you're not going to talk about the jets being bad but i sure as hell will um they're not, they're going to finish last in their division they're not so. going to be bad you can talk they are not going to be good rogers is going to have a bounce back year i would implore Maybe. you guys to listen to the next episode with grant bills and paul Emig. it's mm-hmm mm-hmm it was taped Tuesday morning, and um, I probably do a good six, seven minutes of Tom Hodricord impressions. Mm, 
I will listen. Riveting stuff. I'll listen to that in about four and a half hours. No, you, this is the this is today's. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you're I stuck listening to yourself. Damn it. Sorry. I'll put it on mute. Okay. Um, oh, and sometimes like now at the end of this, there may be another podcast that plays in its entirety. Yeah, what's up with that? The hell was that? How much of it did you listen to? I I started fast forwarding. I'm like, this is a really weird ad, and then it just kept going and going. Uh, yeah, it was bizarre. It's a new thing they're trying. It ain't working. Uh, promote my podcast. Yeah, Bust and Loose Baseball. Yeah, check out Bust and Loose Baseball if anyone in Wisconsin wants to hear about the Nationals prospects. <laughs> For whatever reason, we talk about them like every podcast. But Bust and Loose Baseball, anywhere you get your podcast. Toby Altai, Grant Paulson. You know what shirt this is, right? What do we got? Oh, you know. cheering? Yeah, cheering. I was wearing that the other day. It's still the most comfy shirt I own. I used to just wear it as a house shirt because I thought like people would be like, it's cheering. What? Now it's like one of the few shirts that still fit me. <laughs> I wear it out and I'm like, do you like my shirt? They're like, Sheeran, what is that? Like how? Like anyone else has the name Sheeran. We got these shirts, remember, because the NFL was selling them for like $50. <laughs> for the opening kickoff and then a month later they were selling for like six dollars <laughs> remember they had like a 300 dollars jacket yeah and then that was for like 35 bucks could you imagine finding someone like we look stupid enough wearing sheer nfl kickoff t-shirts could you imagine finding someone that's wearing a sheer nfl kickoff 300 dollars varsity jacket bonkers <laughs> can you guys settle the debate quickly Sure. I think Ed Sheeran and Tracy Chapman are the same person, and yeah. my wife doesn't think so. Never heard of Tracy Chapman. Tracy Tracy Chapman sings fast She's car. She's got a fast car. Just trust me. Listen to them side by side. You won't be able to tell the difference. Have you heard all the rumors that like some of these people are just other singers slowed down and put down in like an octave, and they sound just like each other? Like some guys sound like girls if you slow down their tempo or vice versa like miley cyrus is someone some dude like it's weird but it just shows you how miley's not really miley i've seen her sing on new year's eve no miley's miley but like miley is also some dude singer that you cookie monster the hair and does he tour or anything i have no idea i just see it all over random Hmm. stuff conspiracy theories you know, Avril Lavigne is dead, and that's actually like her uh, stunt double that's been her for the last 20 years. I went pretty deep into the Paul McCartney really died one. Because the noses look like his nose changed. All right. It's time for bed. Thank the dog. My podcast is my podcast is over. I don't know what you're going to hear next, but the Bart Winkler show is ending. Boston Loose Baseball.